Hello, Guy LePage here, Executive Director of Conoco Limited. We're an ASX-listed mineral explorer. I'm a geologist by background. I'll be talking about our projects in Western Australia, which is the Mount Thirsty Joint Venture, and also Greenland, um, East Greenland, which is our second year of exploration there. And drilling uh, commenced in June, and uh, we'll be winding up soon. So I'll uh, look forward to giving an update. Well, Guy, lovely to meet you. Um, we've not met or spoken before. We've been dealing with um, Tom um, previously and talking specifically about Greenland. And I think Matt Thursday was but but a, a mere hope and a, and a dream. Um, but things have taken off there. So it was, what's going on? That's right. Well, um, we were, to be honest, with you, we were getting ready to look at spinning out the oxide resources, um, which we have in joint venture with Greenstone Resources. But our northern neighbour, Galileo Mining, had a impressive intercept over 20 metres of uh, platinum group elements, copper and nickel and rhodium and gold uh, at about 140 metres depth. But it was found to be trending right onto our tenement. So we very quickly uh, diverted some uh, of our exploration budget to doing a review and uh, drilling, which is ongoing at the moment. Right, okay, and you, this is a 50-50 joint venture with Greenstone, um, as, I, as I understand it. Are you, um, I mean, are you carried for that, or do you need to actually contribute, and if so, in what ratio? It's 50-50, uh, so we're contributing. Uh, the joint venture's been alive since 2008, uh, but, you know, we are looking to consolidate at some point. I think we've said that in the public domain a number of times, so I'm hoping the success at Mount Thirsty, you know, when we get the assays in um, the next few weeks will give us a bit of a prompt to fast track uh, a consolidation of the tenements there. Right. Consolidation of, of the tenements. So what does the current structure look like then? In terms uh, of well, we're 50-50 we're on the Mount Thirsty tenement and that, that tenement uh, adjoins Galileo Mining to the south where they had that, they've had that series of pretty impressive intercepts. So what that would look like would be uh, potentially a spin-out or a merger. Um, and again, you know, that hasn't been decided, but, you know, we have hinted at that in our quarterly reports. Uh, and that would bring together the oxide resources. And hopefully, if we're lucky enough, the, the hard rock resources uh, contain the PGE mineralisation. Right. Okay. So it's 50 50 in terms of the tenement, 50 50 in terms of the valuation, yeah. and 50 50 in terms of the funding. Okay. I just want to be clear. Sometimes it's. Yeah, you, know, you can get a little bit creative there. Yeah. Um, so you have you said that given the success there with Galileo next door, is and you know what what you've seen there, um, you would look to allocate more capital to this going forward. But what do you know today in terms of um, what you've got, what Galileo have got, and maybe how you come about this? Because is there a conversation with Galileo to say, isn't, wouldn't this make more sense to come to Well, I, I think there would be. Uh, what we know is that Galileo have got um, reasonably consistent results, 200 metres to the north of our boundary. They're getting widths of between 15 and 20 metres uh, at equivalent of somewhere between around about that three gram gold equivalent. But nice widths, it seems to be quite consistent. And that mineralisation trends... Um, onto our ground at a very shallow dip. So we have hit that mineralisation in about six of our holes so far. But previous drilling about 15 years ago did hit that same prospective horizon. 
further south, but we never assayed for it. So we are reasonably confident that the horizon extends for well over 500 metres and strike onto our ground, um, considerably more than that, I suspect. What we don't know is uh, whether it's carrying the same tenor of mineralisation and grade that uh, Galileo was seeing. Okay. Um, maybe we'll come back to that. I've got to ask a question with regards to the recent correction. <clears throat> How does a company get it so wrong? I mean, have you changed the way that you... Well, how, why, why was the need to put out that level of correction? Um, well, I think it was just a, a calculation error. It looked like someone, I think what had happened in practice is someone had finished the, pre, uh, the announcement, gone to get a coffee and forgot to, uh, to uh, correct it, <clears throat> and it arrived on my desk. Um, I'm not saying I was late at the cigar lounge the night before, but somehow it slipped through the cracks. But I think, look, the reality is it hasn't changed anything. We're getting you know, 15, 20, 25 metres of that prospective horizon. We're seeing the same sulphides. You know, what the market really wants to see is some assays, and that's, you know, that's coming down the pipe in a couple of weeks. Right, okay. The, and, and, and how much um, is going to be coming down the line in a couple of weeks? Well, we'll probably uh, release batches of two to three holes at a time. So I'm hoping the first, you know, if we get a cracking result, obviously we might have to put out the first hole we get, but... We're hoping to put out batches of maybe two or three holes uh, and we're sort of fast-tracking them through the lab. Uh, and that's really going to be the acid test of whether we're going to, you know, one or two cents or seven to ten cents, I guess. Right. And do you think people are more excited? Well, what do you think people are excited about in terms of the commodity? I mean, PGEs is, is, is hard to understand and it's hard to actually put a, put a package together which actually is commercial. So what, what, what do you think people are looking to and saying, well, there's the future of the company? Well, I think, I think you know, Galileo, whether they're right or wrong, were comparing what they've seen to Platt Reefs, which is, you know, a 700 million tonne resource, one of the largest deposits in the world. Um, it, it's, um, you know, a, a potential. It's very early days. We're not necessarily saying that it is something similar. But so far, we've seen good continuity over maybe, you know, over 500 metres. So there is some hope there. Um Palladium's been in favour. Um, you know, the auto industry is a heavy user of uh, palladium. Uh, the market, I don't think, has worked out how to value PGEs, and you've seen some very high valuations of the likes of Chalice, which I sort of wonder if, you know, how the market comes to that understanding. Um, <clears throat> a lot of them are quite low grade. I talk to wholesale retail investors, institutions, and I find their knowledge uh, wanting, I think, is, is probably the best way to put it. So I think I think it's got a mystique about it, and the valuations are very high, so I won't make any secret of that. But, uh, you know, that's a benefit to Conoco shareholders at the moment. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, you know, and like I say, we're, we're way off the point where you need to kind of um, justify or back, backfill those, those sorts of valuations that we're seeing yeah. elsewhere. Um, so let, let's just stick, stick with the good stuff right now. So um, in terms in terms of um, rethinking the budget, you you say you've moved, you've moved some money over to look at Mount Thursday because it's getting a bit, a bit more of a viewing, a bit more attention to it. So how much money have you got at the moment and, and what's the allocation um, that you've decided on? We've got a, um, I probably can't disclose the exact amount, but I can say this, the, uh, the, the capital raising, we had about $6 million at the end of the capital raising uh, going back about three weeks. 
now that would take us through to the end of the year, probably maybe February, uh, with what was budgeted for Greenland, which is 10,000 metres, and Mount Thirsty, which is about 700,000. Uh, right now, we've underperformed in terms of meterage in Greenland to the tune of about 5,000 metres. So that's probably over one and a half million. So I suspect our Mount Thirsty budget will probably come in somewhere between 1.2 and 1.5 up until February, March next year. So that would probably see us do around about 10,000 metres at Mount Thirsty. Okay, and you think that's that's the best bang for your buck there? In fact, let me before, before I go there, you said you underperformed. So that doesn't sound like it was a conscious decision. It sounds like there were issues in, in, in Greenland. What, if so, what were they? Well, I think, uh, to be fair, the, uh, the, the drilling meterage, uh, the logistics didn't go as well as we'd hoped. Uh, there were a few equipment failures. We did have a few issues with uh, some of the, the contractor performance. Um, maybe it's a function of being too aggressive in Greenland. It, it's a bit hard to know. Quite an ambitious program because we straddled Ryberg and Mastersvig. Having said that, we're hopefully getting some numbers out of Ryberg and certainly out of Mastersvig. So, um, you know, hopefully in the next uh, four to six weeks we'll start to get some numbers back. But uh, it was a little bit disappointing. Well, look, tell me, tell me about this one because, um, you know, small companies have got to be really smart with their money. You've, you've got to be really efficient yeah. with your money, right? And you've, yeah. you you come in, you're at the helm now. We were speaking with um, Tom before. You, you, you were there. There's a few few, change, few new faces um, around. How are you going through a process of evaluating what you've got and how you deal with it? Because Greenland just wasn't, for, for all the narrative from the market, the Greenland projects are not getting the G love and attention in the in the equities side of things, right? No. So you've got to say, how do I play this? Do I use someone else's balance sheet? Do we farm this out? Do we get carried? Do we do that and focus on what seems to be flavour of the month? And maybe that's a danger, but focus on Australia. Nice jurisdiction. People understand it. And we're getting some great numbers here. So are you in a process? Have you made a decision? Where's this thing going? Uh, well, that's you know, that's the million dollar, or, or I'd say for Greenland, the $50 million question. Um, look, Greenland has, you know, it's it's big scale, big target, big budget. If you don't find anything, it's just big budget. And last year, we didn't really find anything of commercial interest. We had a couple of sniffs. We had a metre at 40 grams gold, but people aren't interested in Greenland for gold. They want the big nickel uh Narils, they want Voisey Bay, they want something big. So um that's you know, unless we find something that points to that, you know, we're probably more uh aligned to getting a partner in at some point because, you know, we have thrown a fair bit of money at it. Uh Masters Vig is probably easy to manage. The logistics a lot easier. It's easy to get around. We've got a lot of walk up targets. I'm hoping we've got some good hits there this year. So um, we'll be weighing that up in November, December, but, you know, we can't, you know, we need some success and we're not talking about, you know, a, a couple of metre intersections at 0.2 copper. We'd need something fairly significant to give the market confidence to give us another seven, eight million dollars next year. See, that's interesting. So you're not viewing Greenland as a whole. You're saying Ryberg and Mastersburg can be, you know, viewed as separate assets and potentially dealt with separately. 
yeah. as, a, as an option for you, or you may yeah. choose to off, offload, offload both and focus on... Well, we on could, you know, we could joint venture price. one, we could spin the, the zinc copper out at Masters Vig, um, we could joint venture the whole package, or, you know, I mean, if we had a sniff at uh, Ryberg this year, we could, we could potentially go back in, but uh, fortunately, we've got a few tailwinds at Mount Thirsty, so we are able to raise money at higher prices, but, um, you know, the market's not that stupid. They're not just going to keep throwing money at Greenland unless we can deliver something. Right, and and maybe some of the bigger balance sheet might be able to do a, 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 better, a better job yeah. at it if you can get, you know, carried on that or at least create some value for your shareholders on that one. And, and that, okay, and that's yeah. fair enough. That's, that's, that happens all the time. Um, okay, so, if, so can I just ask about you, though? Because obviously you go at the helm. I mean, what, what's your background? Talk about being a geo, but what, what have you done that's relevant to what you're trying to do now? In Greenland? Um, you know, well, no, in, in, anywhere. I'm, talk, I'm talking, one, running a company, yeah, yeah. and two, making the sorts of decisions yeah. which are going to get this company moving. It needs a step change, doesn't it? Yeah, I've, um, well, I, I worked for about 10 years as a exploration mining geologist in Australia, Canada, and the US. Uh, was a mining analyst, uh, corporate advisor, and, and been on public company boards for over 20 years. So I'm now sort of like a part-time executive uh you know, reasonably hands-on, uh, you know, trying to sort of manage budgets, um, you know, the media, promotion, management. So uh, it's a bit of a sort of multi, multi-tasking at the moment and you making a lot of decisions as well, on We're doing everything, uh, you know, up to Mount Thirsty, looking at the, uh, the, the drilling, uh, doing site clearances with the Aboriginals. So uh, it's been pretty uh, full-on. It has. Okay, so you're having to do a little bit of everything. So apart from sort of working on what's going on with the portfolio, for you, talking to the market is going to be important. Do you think yeah. that given recent events with Galileo and, and what you're doing at Mount Thirsty, are the institutions paying just a that little bit more attention to you at the moment or are you finding it still a little bit tough out there in the markets? Well, we're getting a lot of attention. Um and that attention will either be for the right reason or the wrong reason in about two weeks. So, um, uh, you know, I could have a very uh, small pool of friends in November or I could have a lot more. Uh, so it really, you know, what what the market is looking for is results because that's all they care about. And, uh, look, I'm reasonably confident. I can't speak for Greenland because a lot of the mineralisation is not visual. A lot of the stuff... Um, there could be carrying grade. We don't know. We've got a head start at Mount Thirsty. We know what the grades are at Galileo. It is only a couple of hundred metres away and it looks the same. It's not all going to be high grade or similar grade, but um, we would be pretty disappointed if we came away empty-handed. Right, okay. And so you, I noticed you're sort of 2.9% shareholder, it says here. Um, have you put money into this thing? So, how long have you been involved with this? Either very uh, long, as you are now, pretty long, right? Too long, <laughs> uh, two thousand and eight. Right. Um, you've been so since, since a, the beginning in one way, one yeah. way or the other. Okay, interesting. Yeah, so we, okay. we've been we've had a shovel putting money in for quite a while. I don't know how much, but um, um, and look, you know, uh, I think we're close to getting a result. So, you know, hopefully, it's going to be worthwhile. Right. Okay. So t- two two weeks time, I guess, is the is the moment we're all looking um, forward to. Yeah. Um, and with, in terms of like giving guidance as to, as to how you kind of treating the rest of the portfolio as well, is that a end of the year decision or is that a now decision? 
Well, I think it's I think it's uh, you know November December decision for for Greenland. And look, I think you know and Thomas and the crew on in, in Greenland are realistic. I mean, you get a couple of shots at these things. Um, after that, you need to start delivering. Uh, so we'll see where that washes up. You know, in terms of um, the decision on Mount Thirsty, if we get some reasonable results, I think that drilling program will just keep going. Um, you know, until we run out of targets. And do you think, just just in terms of Greenland, I mean, and, and I don't know how much you, you know, given you've been involved for a long time, I, I would hope mm. you'd have an answer to this, which is Green, Greenland has had some issues with the, with the government um, there. It's also had a lot of excitement around the potential of Greenland. Yeah. Is anyone actually doing anything in Greenland which could be, you know, qualified as a success so far? Or do we need some big money to go in and sort of really do a proper job? Well, it, it's it, ever since the um, change in the government uh, going back about 18 months and the anti sort of uranium policy, which really brought Greenland Minerals to a, a grinding halt, um, that's sort of taken the shine off Greenland. Uh, there hasn't been a lot of activity on the east coast where we're operating. There has been some activity, obviously, Ironbark up at uh, Citroen and right up the north. Uh, there's been a bit of gold exploration. Um, there has been some more mineral sands exploration on the west coast near Nuke. It's been pretty thin on the ground. You know, Greenland hasn't been flavor of the month. I think it's got a long way to sort of rebuild investor confidence. Uh, you know, I noticed Greenland minerals were uh, rattling the saber about, you know, litigating against the Greenland government. So uh, it does need a bit of good news. And, you know, maybe it needs the Rios and Tex and, and those sort of companies to come in and, and give it a big splash. But I think they're watching and waiting to see what happens. Um, what, what I don't want to see is the anti-uranium sentiment spill over to an anti-mining sentiment, which it hasn't, but that's obviously what people are concerned about. Well, it'd be interesting. I think once you start talking about litigating governments, you're, you're in a whole world of hurt and pain and cost. Yeah, I think um, so. I think it's a, it's a no-win situation. No-win situation. But I, I think what has changed is the sort of sentiment and the narrative around uranium um, at the yeah. moment. I think most governments are now pro. It's amazing what happens when um, costs go up. Um, yeah. So the energy energy security side of things may change change that. But again, we're talking time. Um, and I guess that's part of the, 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 the variables that you're going to be considering at the end of this year, whether you hang yeah. on to your projects or not. Um, hey, well, look, look, Guy, look, nice introduction to you. First of all, really appreciate you, the, your frank um, opinions on these things. Uh, quite refreshingly honest. Um, also, great to hear about what's going on um, in Western Australia um, with uh, Matt Thirsty. Um, and perhaps if things go well in the next couple of weeks, you come back on. Let us know how you know uh, what, what you think. Yeah, you'll either see me running for the hills or uh, on the phone talking to you. So it'll be uh, A or B. <laughs> Excellent. Well, <laughs> I, I hope it's coming back and talking to us. Guy, your yeah. star, uh, thanks for coming on today. Appreciate it. Thanks, Matthew. Been a pleasure.